What is functional thinking? In this episode, I talk about the topic of my new book. My name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. So I have a new book, which will come out uh, eventually. Uh, it's, I'm publishing it with Manning, uh, and it's about functional programming. Uh, the reason I'm talking about it uh, now is that it is soon going to come out in early access, which means you'll be able to read it online or you know in ebook format. Uh, before it comes out, you'll be able to read the chapters that are done. And I just wanted to start talking about it because it's this close. It's very close now. Uh, the title of the book is Taming Complex Software, A Friendly Guide to Functional Thinking. So I wanted to talk about what functional thinking is, what I mean by it. So I started this podcast about 18 months ago, and it was made to start thinking about this book and the ideas that I wanted to put into it. And I proposed a new definition of functional programming. Uh, you can go back to those early episodes where I reason out why uh, I need a new definition of functional programming. But just as a short explanation, uh, the standard definition of functional programming says that it is programming with pure functions and avoiding side effects. And uh, there's a lot of truth to that definition, but I feel like it makes a lot of assumptions that are, that are not explained in the definition. Uh, there is also problematic for other reasons. It scares people because when they learn what side effects are, they're like, well, how can you write software if you're avoiding the main purpose of running our software in the first place? Um, uh, so I wanted a definition uh, that would clarify it and sort of put this definition as a uh, as a small smaller part of a bigger picture. Uh, just as an example, the definition makes a distinction between pure functions and side effects. It's not explained in the definition, and I feel like this is this distinction that's being made is very central to functional programming. So it should be part of the definition. Um, now, why why should it be part of the definition? Because no other paradigm makes that distinction. No other paradigm talks about the difference between side effects and pure functions. Um, and you can you can double check. They they might talk about it later, but not as part of the definition. And usually it's a with a nod to functional programming, right? So. Uh, I believe that that should be baked into the definition. So I've been in discussions with a lot of people. A lot of people agree with me. A lot of people say, oh, the definition is just fine. These are just the, you know, the, the implications of this definition. Um, that's what I'm, you know, I'm talking about the implications. They're not primary. Um, and, you know, I've, I've been in a lot of discussions. 
some people say it's, oh, it's so clarifying to hear you make that distinction as the like primary thing. Um, so anyway, I was just continuing along with this idea uh, when the publisher finally came up with a title that everyone at, at the company, the publishing company uh, that's working on the book liked, uh, which was, I read before, Taming Complex Software, A Friendly Guide to Functional Thinking. And so the functional thinking got me thinking that maybe I don't need to be so antagonistic uh, about this definition, and I just call it something else. Uh, well, you know, call it what I'm explaining something else. Um, see, the thing is, no functional programmer would say that that distinction between side effects and pure functions is unimportant. Everyone would say it's important. Uh, to functional programming. Um, so the the disagreement was merely in, do we need a new definition? And I don't know if I really want to have that fight. I don't want to fight that fight. Um, the fight would be with people who are already sold on functional programming. So, you know, there's, in a certain sense, you could say, well, it's a, it's good to pick fights because it creates like marketing, you know, a buzz about your, your book. It's like a little controversy that, um, that gets people talking about the book. And so then, you know, they might buy it. Um, but what I have been thinking about more and more is that it's not the discussion that I would have with people would be among people who are already, kind of bought in to functional programming. You know, it, it might be good for marketing. Um, I don't know. I just decided I didn't want to do it. Um, so I kind of like the functional thinking uh, idea that it's not really that different. Uh, you know, it's just that it hasn't been defined. And so I can make it whatever I want. And so basically it's the same stuff as I was saying before, but with a different term. It's basically how functional programmers think, which is, you know, what functional programming is. Functional programming as a paradigm. Paradigm means the ways of thinking and approaching problems and, and the concepts. You know, it's the same thing, functional thinking and functional programming. But no one has defined it yet, so I can... I can do what I want with it. Um, and it's also focusing more on the thought processes as opposed to um, specific functional programming techniques or features, which I think a lot of functional programming has gone, you know, a lot of what people understand when you say the term functional programming, they're already like, okay, so it's about monads, right? Like, no, that's not that's not where we're going. We're going much more, um, fundamental, right? It's about this distinction between pure functions and side effects. Um, so that's kind of an update. That's what functional thinking is. Uh, so when you see the title, you'll know what, where I'm, where I'm coming from with that. 
so the main distinction that functional programmers do make that is that distinguishes them from uh, other you know programmers in other paradigms is the uh, identifying side effects identifying pure functions and identifying the other implied thing which is the data right the the definition does not say anything about data it just says pure functions and i've asked people about that and they say oh well it's implied because you need to have something for the functions to act on and so that's obviously data so it's there and no one would no one would disagree that you need data um as separate from pure functions but they just never mention it in the definition so functional thinking explicitly calls it out you've got i'm calling them actions calculations and data actions they're not the same as side effects uh they're 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 more like impure functions so you got impure functions which are i'm calling actions you got pure functions which are calculations and you've got uh, data, which should be immutable. Okay, so that's my ideas on functional thinking. Uh, look for the book. It should be coming really soon, the next few weeks. You know, we're counting it in weeks now. Um, we just had to pull all the little pieces together, uh, and then someone, someone at Manning has to, you know, press a button so it goes live. Uh, and it's, it's happening. It's happening. Okay. Uh, and then, um, they don't like to promise this, but, um, the, the idea that they're shooting for is, uh, one chapter every month, a new chapter released every month, or at least like a major update to an existing chapter. So I'm starting with three chapters, chapters one through three. And then I hope to hit that target of one chapter a month. I've been, I've been working at that pace. Uh, so it's, it looks good. Um, right. Okay. Well, I'm going to sign off now. Um, you can find this episode and all of the past episodes and all future episodes in the future. Uh, at lispcast.com slash podcast. You'll find video recordings, audio recordings, and transcripts. Uh, so you can read it if you, if you prefer reading. Uh, you'll also find links to subscribe or contact me on social media. If you want to follow me there, get in touch with me. I much prefer a discussion than just like a simple follow. Um, but there, it's all there. So go to lispcast.com slash podcast to check it out. All right. I'm Eric Normand. Keep on programming functionally and rock on.